0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman radio show for Superman fans by Superman fans. I'm your host, Steve Eunice and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Bailey. Hi, Neil.
1: Hey, Steve. Happy Australia
0: Day. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, January 26th is Australia Day for those wondering what he's going on about. I guess it's similar in some ways to the 4th of July for Americans. So, what's in the pipeline for this month's Radio KAL show? What topic is at the top of your list, Neil?
1: Well, first off, I want to shed some light on the whole hacking attack that we had on the 24th and explain the situation a little bit. It started out with an article, just one letter, S, posted by me, only I didn't post any articles, and it only went downhill from there.
0: Yeah, sadly, being a popular site, we came within sights of some hacker who decided to filter his way into the administration section of the site and paste some malicious code that forced you to download a virus. Thankfully, we jumped on it ASAP and plugged the hole, and we can assure you that it won't happen again.
1: We posted information on the bug. It's relatively easy to fix and caught by most antivirus programs. But even though we didn't really do anything, I just wanted to apologize to you all because I still feel some responsibility seeing as they hacked my admin. And hey, if anyone can help figure out who did it, there is a bounty, but no disintegration.
0: Okay, so moving right along, what about the comics? We should say farewell to Gail Simone, and John Byrne.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that I've been pretty harsh on the Byrne and Gale run, but I wanted to say thanks for the work. It's always sad to see a team go, well, not always, Joe Casey, but even though I didn't particularly enjoy the run, a lot of people did, and it's still great to see Byrne take one turn and, and for Gail to have the shot. It's an accomplishment, and just for having stewarded the character, we know and love my hats off to you guys, so best of luck on future projects. Same with Greg Rucka and Carl Kershaw as they move on to the next project, even though it's Superman-related.
0: Gail is a fine writer. Sadly, her time on Action Comics missed the mark in my books. Uh, she understands the character well enough, but I just think that the stories she put him in and the villains he came across left a lot to be desired.
1: It's a ton of pressure. I'm sure that's a factor.
0: Her work on Villains United, however, was some of the best stuff I've ever read. Agreed. We'll talk more in future shows about those coming in to replace these fine writers and artists, we've got to get through Infinite Crisis first.
1: Yeah, Superboy vs. Superboy with a little crypto thrown in. I mean, think, just a preview for the big guys going at it next issue? I mean, if so, what a preview.
0: Yeah, what could have just been fanboy eye candy turned out to be gut-wrenching character moments. I hope crypto's okay, though.
1: Going in, I thought, this is just going to be a throwout to the fans, but it turned out to be so much more. Yeah, kicking a dog. What a putt.
0: All in all, I thought it was probably the strongest part of a great issue.
1: It was a moment you never really thought you'd see. What happens if an old-style hero meets the new style? And violence is the obvious answer, even though you hope for the best. But really, just a great issue. Another topic I've been thinking about. Superman and All-Star Batman and Robin. I know you said you hadn't seen it, but it looks like the authoritarian, conservative, Ronald Reagan-style Superman seems to be making a comeback. At the thought of Batman taking Robin in, Superman violently crushes a bottle of a, a box of milk and uh, uses his heat vision to burn a paper in fury. Miller tends to take the Superman through Batman's eyes, when Do you think that that's a fair assessment at times?
0: I guess if it fits the story, being a Batman story, it works. But generally, I've never really been a fan of how Superman is portrayed in Batman-centric comic stories.
1: Batman seems to resent him sometimes, whereas Superman more questions Batman's methods. It's almost like Luthor in a way, envious that Superman has all these powers and yet doesn't do things the scary way or his way.
0: Yeah, I don't think Batman respects Superman much, yet I think Superman has a whole lot of respect for Batman. But I guess that's why he's Superman.
1: I think Superman just generally has respect all around, even for the evil guys. Part of what makes him the moral compass for the whole universe. So what's this I've been hearing behind the scenes about Ilya in a nice long interview?
0: Yes, exciting stuff coming up. Barry Freeman managed to speak at length with Ilya Salkind, who fans will know as one of the producers, along with his father Alexander, of the Chris Reeves Superman movies. And he managed to learn some interesting things.
1: I think Barry could find Jimmy Hoffa.
0: Possibly. Well, within the next month, we'll be presenting some very interesting news uh, to come out of that interview, as well as presenting the whole interview itself.
1: He's got a knack for getting good interviews. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, he got Margot Kidder killed!
0: Her character on Smallville, you mean.
2: Ugh, he said too much.
0: Look for news on the rumoured special edition DVDs coming out of all four Superman movies. Uh, there's some news about the live-action TV Superboy series. Uh, and inside info on why Richard left the over Superman 2 from Richard Donner. Also, why John Haynes Newton left the Superboy TV series, and a whole lot more.
1: Can't wait. That was awesome.
0: Was there anything else you wanted to touch on before I presented the teaser trailer for the latest chapter of Superman, the last son of Krypton audio drama?
1: Nope, pretty slow month after Christmas, other than the Infinite Crisis. And to speculate on the Smallville death rate now, as we record this, would be moot. So to you people of the future, I say, curse you! Curse you for knowing who dies! And hey, was it cool?
0: Yeah, this edition of Radio KAL goes online the day before the 100th episode of Smallville airs. So there's no point rendering this month's show obsolete before it's even a day old. So, let's present Superman The Last Son of Krypton Audio-Drama Here's a teaser trailer.
2: Casualties of war. Steel! Supergirl, is that you? My suit's... malfunctioning. I'm not, uh... I'm not feeling well. A city is left vulnerable. Jimmy, there's no telling where the bazaars are or what's happened to Superman. Who can we call? But uh, you are in no shape to go after them. Reinforcements arrive. Wonder Woman. Hello, Kara. Yeah. Batman? And a threat is engaged. Lois. Where am you, Lois? So this is a bazaar then. Charming. Wait. There's another one. Cleanup begins in Issue 13 of Superman, The Last Son of Krypton, on January 26, 2006. Only at supermanhomepage.com. Don't forget you can download this latest chapter
0: of The Last Son of Krypton audio drama right here at the Superman homepage, right alongside the Radio KAL link.
1: The plot thickens. Be sure and keep listening. It's awesome work. Just doing some incredible stuff there. Only one thing alive, with less than four legs can hear this frequency,
2: Superman, and
0: that's you. Now for the super-secret soundbite. Last month, only six people correctly identified that the sound came from the Season 4 Smallville episode, Devoted.
1: Only six? You guys are slippin'.
0: Those six people were... Billy Whaler, Stephen G, Zach Shapiro, Annie Allen, Sean Hemmings, and the Ardale Cowboy.
1: Congrats, guys. Thanks for being sharp.
0: We're continuing with more Smallville sounds. So here it is, the latest Super Secret Soundbite. Ready? Listen up. This
2: is a fight you'll never win.
0: Can you correctly identify which episode of Smallville that sound comes from? If you can, use the Super Secret Soundbite entry form found at the Radio KAL webpage and send your entry in. Each person who guesses correctly will have their name read out in the next episode ...of Radio KAL.
1: And if you fail, we ridicule you mercilessly! Well, okay, not really.
0: Talking about ridicule... ...did you have any luck with the Brainiac brain teaser from last show?
1: Oi no, I can never get them. Ridicule away.
0: Well, you'll recall that Jonathan had an old barrel... ...which weighed 20 kilograms. Now, Jonathan can't put something in the barrel... and when he was finished, it weighed less. What did he put in the barrel?
1: Clark's brain?
0: A hole. No! But you were close.
1: It is lighter than air, at least on Smallville.
0: Okay, okay. On to the latest Brainiac brain teaser. Do you want to read this one out?
1: Superman watches on as Green Arrow grabs his bow and 60 ordinary arrows. Green Arrow says he'll shoot the first arrow at exactly noon, and will continue to shoot one arrow every minute thereafter. At what time will he run out of arrows?
0: Remember, there's no competition here. Just some brain-freezing fun for you to try and work out. Superman song time.
1: What do you have for this month, Steve?
0: I thought this month we'd highlight a Superman song by a band who's trying to make a name for themselves. A band who contacted me in 2005 and was kind enough to send me their CD album and the single from that album called Man of Steel. The band is called Leopold.
1: Ah, I've heard this one. It's been on heavy rotation in my playlist ever since you shot it my way, and that was a couple of years ago. It's it's an amazing song. I highly recommend it.
2: Flying so high Then why do I feel so low? Maybe because I Know something you don't know the the It feels like the whole world's down.
0: there you have it. Great song. And that, my friend, is all we have time for.
1: Alas, January, we knew ye well.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us again next month for another Radio KAL show. Thanks, Neil.
1: Thanks, Steve. You stay classy Superboy of Earth Prime in the Speed Force. I
2: think.
0: You've been listening to Radio KAL at SupermanHomePage.com.